Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire to live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is a derivative of the Greek word miraki which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. I hope you all are surviving the lockdown with hope and optimism as we fight the outbreak of the virus. Today I have with me a very interesting person, someone I got a chance to meet purely by chance, but I'm super glad we did and for all the conversations we've had after that. Join me in welcoming the choreographer, makeup artist, fitness junkie, Down syndrome advocate. Am I missing out anything? No. Uh, if you don't know it already, welcome Anusha. Thank you. Super so glad much. to have you here. Thank you so so much. It was such a lovely introduction. Not not mine about your page. I think it's lovely. I think that's how everyone should go about life to live it, you know, to the fullest every single day. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So. I have something very interesting to talk about today. Today we are going to talk about something very different, something that's usually stigmatized in our society about accepting the happily divorced outcome. We talk about being an evolved society in the 21st century, we are well traveled, well exposed, well educated, but divorce for some reason still remains a stigma in our society. We consider marriage to be sacred, sacrosanct, like an unbreakable vow, and often shush talks about divorce and shun divorces in our society. We look upon that for some reason as a failure. The divorce rate in India is actually just about 1%. The number is slowly changing from 1 in 1000 marriages in ending in a divorce to a 13 in 1000 marriages. But the stigma still remains. And Anusha here has gratefully agreed to speak about this journey with us today. So without much ado uh, anusha let's begin right from the beginning when yes. did the two of you realize that you needed to take this step and how did you go about it so before i you know talk about how we figured it out that it wasn't working something really funny happens to me every time so if if there are, because i'm a model and i do makeup and all that generally when we're in a group of uh, let's say a group of five or six girls uh during a shoot just talking about relationships boyfriends boyfriend issues and all that and then they look at me and i'm like oh well i've been married before i'm a divorcee and they go oh we we could never think or we could even we couldn't even guess that you were married like what is that supposed to be <laughs> that if someone was married and got a divorce they're supposed to be just sulking and crying their entire life I oh. I don't get that. First of all, it was not necessary for me to say that I'm a divorcee, but my that's exactly my point that it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's okay. Right. These are just labels that the government created for whatever reason, right? Right. So when me and my ex partner found out was figured out was it was actually me because uh, we did have a lot of uncomfortable situations. We weren't able to communicate very well. And the funniest thing is we were friends before the marriage and not like you know friends with benefits friends but <laughs> we were just friends and really good friends. So when he asked my hand in marriage the first thing I told him was I have to ask my parents and what would I know right I was 23 at the time. Okay. And I don't know what being in love meant. I have dated quite a bit before but I wouldn't know what in love meant. I wouldn't know you know how to just you know some people say I knew this was it i don't think i had such thoughts or feelings or whatever i just went 
with the flow like i always Correct. do so after you know things got official and all that both of us saw some behavioral changes with each other okay it was so funny because it was like as the, you know sometimes when you look up in the sky you see the sun on one side and then you'll see the moon right it was exactly like that we were like <laughs> who who are these people like who are we now why are we so different from what we used to be okay and i think the that change is inevitable in marriage right but i think uh one has to decide if they can endure it or if they can embrace it right for us it was too much to embrace it was actually putting both of us in a negative space and we didn't think it was healthy see whether whether you know i don't believe in these rituals where you have the fire you have the sky you know mm-hmm. how the brahmin weddings happen right so for a weird reason they said that you're promising hmm. you know all these five elements that you're going to take care of each other till you die right i'm tearing up as i say this but for me it didn't matter if i was married to him or no right for me it was more about i promised to take care of this person right this person promised right. to take care of me and we are not able to do that right right and if yeah. i really did care about him the way right. that i did right i knew that the right thing to do was to let go of this relationship right for right. whatever reason right and the second i had that realization i sat him down and mm-hmm. i told him right and both of us weren't in the state of mind where you know we could accept it immediately of right. course there were families involved my parents were a little upset about the whole thing the, all that was there but then right. in the end of the day everybody around us also realized that it is for the good right it right. wasn't because of petty reasons or it wasn't because I mean, it just had to be that way, man. I don't know how right. else to explain this. Right. Yeah. Right. But did you face resistance when you spoke to your immediate family, or you know, when you shared this with them? How How did they take it the first time you opened this up? I don't know what happened uh, his side at all. Okay. I have no idea. But my parents, my mother was the first one to come and get me because I was in tears. I was a little. I was feeling a little helpless and hopeless because of what the society has created. You right. know, the stigma right. around. you breaking a marriage right puts you in such right. a dark place right and my point is <laughs> it's not that bad right. honestly we've right. just created such a scenario in the heads of people that although this is bad you're right. never going to live life the same way right you know right. what it is true you're going to live it even better because right. now you know your mistakes correct correct you know you know what they say right if you didn't know something and you asked about it you would remain a fool for a second correct but if you never asked you'd remain a fool for the rest of your life right right so for me my my mom was the first one to help me however as days passed hmm. i think she couldn't believe that this happened to me because i'm the only daughter right. and you know those feelings took over and often she would come and say why don't you try working it out why don't you try doing this why don't you try working it out and that working it out i just don't get what it is <laughs> right how do you work right. something out right it's not an exercise it's not a job it's right. a relationship you don't right. work it out i am someone who believes that it has to naturally take its course correct correct right if so it's not there it's that not was there my mother yeah that was my mom my dad on the other hand i the, it was the least expected response because growing up I was a little scared of my dad because he was a strict father. You should wash your hands. You should, you know, do a certain things a certain way. He was always like that. So for me, 
telling him was the most difficult part and i me and my dad all often write each other emails right before emails we used to write each other letters so i sent him a mail saying what is marriage right. how do you know <laughs> and uh, he called me immediately and he's like what is wrong with you right i said no i'm right. planning to you know go for a divorce because i'm unable to uh, be happy in this relationship and i don't think he also is happy correct and he told me only one thing he said you've got this one life it's your life right. only you know whether it's right for you or wrong for you deep in your heart you would know if you're doing a mistake or if you're doing the right thing and nobody else can tell you what you must be doing true true you know how everybody is like you should do this no right. nobody can tell you that right nobody can right. shoot you you know what right. i mean Absolutely. nobody can say you should do this you should no correct correct it's it's up to me so when my dad stood by my side i didn't care about the rest of the world but right. i understand that often times it may not be the case with most families correct yeah. correct but but that's but i think that's so true i mean most of the people who we talk to only know probably 1% or 2% yes. of what's going on in our lives right correct. at the end of the day it's you who knows correct. everything, everything that, that is happening going on so yeah. nobody else can tell you what is right or what is wrong but i'm sure your parents would have also faced a lot of stigma from the rest of the societies right usually i've seen that even if your parents are by your side the uh, all the uncles and aunts are always 100%. around making the, giving their opinions that always put much more burden on them which hurts you yeah. to make a call then yeah, 100% right? 100% funniest thing is when i went and told my friends because i consider my friends also immediate family so yeah you know what i thought minnadiya that it might not <laughs> what <laughs> what took you so long to come and tell me this <laughs> <laughs> like I even my friend. <laughs> I know. It's funny because everybody is scared. You know, you don't want to give out the wrong impression when someone True. comes and says, "Hey, I'm going to get married." You're not going to be like, "Hey, I don't think it's going to work out between you two." But True. I feel like if you are a true friend, you need to bargain. Yeah. So coming back to the question, I think for the longest time my parents didn't even tell anybody. Okay. And uh, my father's only logic to this question is your life. Why should I talk about you behind your back? Right. If anyone asks me, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not right. going to deny it. I'm not going to accept to it because it's none of their business. Right. And they've stuck to that information. Right. I mean, they've stuck to that uh, logic from the beginning till now. Right. Yeah. True. True. Absolutely. I mean, why not? Yeah. But usually, what I've seen is that the first thing when someone tells the word divorce, the first thing people ask is what went wrong, or rather. who was wrong it's yeah. very the first thing to do is like find something and put a blame on it because yeah. that's much more easier than just saying it just didn't work out correct it, it, there was no compatibility no so because how did you deal with that because i think the whole you know the reason that people say you know it it was this person's problem or it was this issue is because we don't accept when we say hey it didn't work out right because this next thing anybody would say is why didn't you try harder yeah right but my right. only question is how would you know right were you in the relationship right. were you living my life how would you know right now the question about what went wrong is you'll never know what went wrong when you're unhappy let's right. just take this for an example okay i'm going to act all like a guru now <laughs> when you're unhappy mm-hmm. and you're really angry right okay what do you do right you yell at someone you scream or you cry or you throw something or See that's what happens in an unhappy relationship as well. Right. Neither of them is good or bad. Everybody has good, everybody has bad, but it's never you know this person is bad right. unless of course he is an egomaniac and he hits you or he this physical violence and what. Right. 
Right. But it need not necessarily be the case always. It need not get till that point for you to realize that relationship isn't working. Correct. Correct. I'm not saying you should jump into a conclusion and every single fight you need to flick. No, that's right. not what I'm saying here. Correct. I'm saying Correct. that when you realize that you don't, you're unable to put up with this person. I feel like marriage in the end of the day at some point is is about what you can put up with, right? More right. than right. I feel right. I feel like I sound very pessimistic. <laughs> More than love and all of that, it's about okay. I can agree with these things. I can't agree with. It's somewhere this compatibility that we look for. True. And when that's yes. not happening, there's no point. So there's nobody's fault as such. Right. Like I said, unless of course there's violence and all of that. But again, where is the violence coming from? Was he always this kind of a person? Was he always like this, or is this relationship making him unhappy? Triggering Those are the questions that we don't know. Yeah. Correct. Correct. We don't ask such questions to ourselves because we were never taught to ask such. You you can't ask such questions. <laughs> Who cares about your happiness? So. So that's the thing, right? I think we are so, as humans, I mean, we are so used to talking about the narratives. You know, there's one good and there's one evil. You know, there's good and bad. You know, yeah. there's someone right, there's someone wrong. You know, but what happens is, I think a lot of these relationships fall in the grey area, right in between. Right? I mean, Correct. there are so many things that could be right for somebody else that will not work for someone at all. Correct. So 100%. where that line is drawn is very intangible, right? And yeah. the minute it's intangible, explaining to people why you want to move out also becomes that much difficult, right? Yeah. When you can't pinpoint and say, you know. It's very easy saying that you know that guy hits me. The bruises will tell the story, right? Yeah. I don't have to actually explain why I want out of the marriage. Yeah. But when it's something intangible, but it's still taking a toll on your happiness, on your mental health, on your uh, you know overall well-being. So then, what? How did you deal with people coming and saying, "Why don't you try working it out?" You know, that's the first thing people say, right? Yeah. Why can't you yeah. do something more? How 100%. did you deal with that? My friends' parents. I'm. I'm Pretty close to all my friends' parents. So even they came and told me, "He's like, he seems like such a nice person. Why didn't you work it out?" I looked at him. I said, "I never said he's not a nice person, <laughs> but sometimes it just doesn't work out." Right. I don't know what you want me. To, how do I try? Please explain to me. What is this? Try hard. <laughs> try working it out. What is that? Like, what is it? It's the how same. How do you try hard? Yeah. Work hard. Keep hard. Study harder. Keep fighting. How? Because quitting is considered is, bad, right? Yeah, so I hope I had a book. I hope I had a book. Is there a book that says <laughs> step one for working? How? Like I don't get it. If someone doesn't want to do it, they don't want to do it, right? And the funniest thing is, post all of this, when we were sitting in court, there was a this this person who helps the judge, like an assistant, okay, who fell asleep on his chair. Hmm. Until then, there was a little bit of tension between me and him. We couldn't even look each other in the eye, and we didn't take anybody else. It was just the two of us. And the second that happened, we both saw that happening. We burst into laughter. We laughed so much for the next fifteen minutes. And I looked at him and I said, "We should have just been friends." And he looked at me and said, "Well, we can still be friends, right? But that's the whole beauty, right? Right." It's a relationship anyway. Right. Whether he's my husband or whether he's my friend. Right. How does it matter? Right. I promised that I will take care of him and I have been. Right. I feel right. like these people don't know what they're talking about right. because they have some somehow deemed or they have somehow given themselves the award of oh I have been in a successful marriage but what is success? 
Right? If you're it's unhappy at the end of it, what's the point? It doesn't matter. But that's actually very true. Whenever we talk about marriage or relationships, a lot of people say, you know, you should sacrifice, you should compromise. Correct. I agree. I mean, there's there is always a give and take in Correct. every relationship. Correct. Hundred percent. Yes. But at some point, it becomes too much, and yeah. when it becomes too much, you lose a part of you in that. Correct. Right? And when you start losing parts of you, that is when it becomes tricky because then. Even if you manage to keep the relationship on till the end, then you're not who you were. No, you're somebody else, and exactly. you're compromised. Yeah. And living like that unhappily, and you know, then you hold a grudge to that person, saying that you know, because of you is why I am so unhappy. And then that leads to a whole other dystopian world, not just for you both. I mean, going forward, kids and everybody, and it's a it's a whole negative environment, right? Yeah. I feel that I mean, especially I think in India where we are very conservative, we don't we think individualistic being individualistic is something wrong, like. if we especially even more if women think that oh my god this is not working out for me that is absolutely like unacceptable like it has to be something that works for everybody the woman has to sacrifice the woman has to give in and that those kind of notions i think just build pressure on us more and more right and it re- makes us reach the breaking point much quicker yeah 100% like after the divorce i was happy he was happy there was a sense of relief they were like oh the suffering is over Correct. That's how we both felt. Correct. Okay, and I remember I went to the center, and there was an auntie that that had passed this. You know how people are, right? They start gossiping immediately. They know some news. They're like, "Oh, Anusha got a divorce." Right. And I think this one auntie made a comment saying, "Well, shorts. She's wearing shorts. How oh. do you think she won't get divorced?" So my question is, <laughs> I, I, you okay. know, if this was a twenty-four-year-old me. Right. I would have got right. so angry. Right. But at 28, I'm just like, sure, that's your opinion. Who am I to change your opinion? Correct. But you wouldn't have this maturity at the age of 23, 24. At right. least I did not have. It I hurts. can only speak for myself. Right. So this this whole thing of you know, oh, it must be her fault only because she dresses a certain way. It must be his fault because he was brought up in a rich family. these reasons are really useless after a point yeah only the two people know what went wrong true yeah. true i mean at the end of the day you both are the ones who are facing the consequences of the relationship not the rest of them who meet you once in a year or once in a blue moon no nope. so i mean do you think the expectation is more on the woman to like keep a marriage together you know? 100% 100% and i'm not even joking see like you said i'm okay with compromise i'm okay with you know give and take because it happens in any relationship we fight with our mothers we give and take we fight with our friends we give and take right but it's always 50-50 if you think about it and right. that's why these relationships last so long because it's always a 50-50 yeah. so why is it changing when it comes to marriage right. why are women expected to quit jobs correct why are women expected to be in the kitchen i'm i'm telling you this is old shit but it's still new right. it's still fresh absolutely you know what i mean it's still like oh He's working. No, why do you have to work? Well, I don't work because I need to make money, or I just want to work. I want Correct. to do it. Right. So I, it's hard to make people understand. I mean, even in this day and age, it is difficult to make people understand that I do what I do because I like doing it. Right. Right. And I feel like this whole thing of people saying compromise is when a person yells at you, and you're able to defend yourself. Right. They're saying don't defend. And then do what? Yeah, don't defend. Just let it go. He's speaking in anger, so just let it go. Maybe it'll. No, my question is, don't ever raise your voice in the first place. Correct. 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 How is is that very difficult? Absolutely. I don't think Absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think. So yeah. I think, like I said, tolerance differs from person to person. Correct. And what you can tolerate and what you can adjust is up to you. But how many frustrated mothers do we see every day? Right. Where does the frustration go to the kids, and then the kids suffer anxiety? Correct. How come we never had so many issues of anxiety back in the day? Right. It's because we have, you know, there's this the head. Uh, the CEO of the company, and then he yells at the manager. The manager yells at the watchman. The watchman <laughs> yells at his wife. The wife yells at the. It's like that. <laughs> right. It's just like that. The frustration has to go out somewhere, right? Right. But it's an out. unhealthy situation, and I I was able to identify it, and I got out of it. It's as simple as that. Correct. But consequently, the shame of carrying a divorce tag was that also harsher on you because you were a woman. It was very bad. As much as I was optimistic, saying, "Oh, I'm going to live my life. It's going to be great," and all of that, right? It was right. such a hell of a time because every time I went to a friend's house, his or her parents would come and they'd be like, "Hey, you know that you can't be alone forever, right? Like, you need company. You should get married again." I said, "Well, yeah. If it has to happen, it'll happen." And the next thing I will hear from them is, "But you can't be choosy. Like, if you are going to get another divorce, also you should accept it." <laughs> what? What is this? Or oh, divorce gets divorce, single gets single. Like what is this? Buy one get two offer or something like that. I said like it doesn't matter. You have to shop in that category. Yeah, you can only shop in that category. I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing, but look right. at the way people think that you know. Oh, you you you're that, then you deserve that. Like you this, you deserve it. No, no, it doesn't matter. Right. Another thing that I also faced was when I again started to, you know, kind of see guys or whatever, date guys or whatever. They would be all over me, like they would go gaga about me, over me. And uh, the second I tell them that hey, I've been married before, they take thousand steps back. <laughs> Not joking. Uh, This is our generation, by the way, huh? Right. And I don't know if I want to blame them or if I don't want to blame them. I genuinely don't know because right. this is not just that right. one person's fault. True. It was the society. Right. We are cultivating the notion every day. Yeah. Right. It was a society that put this thought into the head of people that right. if a woman is divorced, she's not pure anymore. Oh my! my. And it's funny because what? Because uh, I had sex. <laughs> And how many premarital sex? Uh, you know, like how many people have premarital sex? Right. What is that? So what? They're not pure. I don't get this whole point of you Purity. know, uh, a woman is not the same after a divorce. Right. We are not the same every day. Like, We're a different person a second ago. It doesn't matter. True. So see, true. these are the things that I don't think it can be taught. It has to just happen right. when you are able to go through life by yourself as an individual. You'll realize so many things, and the first thing that you'll realize is I am nobody to judge another person's journey. Absolutely. I do not know anything about them. Right. I am not going to judge them. I am going to judge this person solely based on what he or she is today. Right. Whether I want to spend my life with this person who is in front of me today. Right. How they you behave, how, their actions. Yeah, most most relationships. Even movies, I keep watching, and the guys will be like, the guys will tell the girls, "I really don't care about your past." So what? You didn't have a past? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> that you're being such a generous man that you don't? Why do you have to even mention that? Is my question. Because only no, Sita has to jump the fire, right? Jump the fire, <laughs> to prove yeah. her. Like, what is so bad about my past? Did I kill a few people? No, I did not. <laughs> so these are the things that right. have to. Ch- these are the things that they have to change. I mean, people have to change the way they look at things, the way 
things are because i feel like in people's head it's like oh she was a she was divorced she's definitely cuckoo in the head but that's not the case right i know so many beautiful people got through a divorce for the same reason as me that it didn't work out right that's true that's true but but the thing is that how did you deal with all this criticism like you said you know these things don't come from you know someone you don't know it's not a stranger like it's a stranger it's very easy to disregard saying that you know i don't even know you it's fine but when it comes from close quarters when it comes from friends own parents or your own relatives with whom you've had a bond or a connect and when it this judgment comes from there it it sort of weakens you right because you already feel like you're in a fight you know you against the world right yeah. everybody seems to be on the other end and you seem to be fighting for your happiness Correct. so then how do you deal with that or how would you say that you know people who are probably in a similar boat not getting the courage to deal with it how do how should they go about it see i'm not even joking i got a message day before yesterday evening and this person messages me saying hey i want to talk to someone outside of my family and friends mm-hmm. so i'm texting you i don't know this person personally okay? right and he or she i don't want to say he or she we have to name him huh? how do i go about this so i want to say she X. because it's a girl okay let's just say she it's fine yeah so she messages me asking me how i got the courage and i said courage to do what how did you get the courage to get a divorce I'm like what's wrong what's happening with you right no my husband has been asking me for a divorce but i don't have the courage right because i right. don't know what i'm going to do after that i don't know what society is going to treat me like right look at this we have put a person and she's going through hardship she's suffering she wants to get out of it but the whole thoughts about what is someone going to say is stopping her from living her damn life right So my question is how do you ever deal with anything you just have to focus you know elsewhere right you have to give yourself just a completely different direction a new direction right you don't you shouldn't be doing the things that you were doing before you sh- i mean unless of course if they are distracting enough for you but the way that i distracted myself was art i've always done that from when i was a child When my parents fought i would just go into a corner and dance my heart out so always always been the case so for me i put my heart into makeup and that's how i met you <laughs> right and uh, <laughs> i put my heart into dancing i learned surfing i did, i did all the things that i've always wanted to do right and the funniest thing is i was at zero when i started all of this because i didn't work for a year after i got married okay and i had emptied all my savings Right. When I came back to Chennai, I was zero. I was I had nothing. I had no contacts. I was really suddenly I was such an introvert. I'm such an extrovert in person. You know me. Right. But suddenly I became such an introvert that I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to meet people. I didn't want them to judge me. I didn't want to tell my story to people. Right. I just didn't know what to do. But right. life always has a way of surprising you. Right. And for me, the second I took a step further i took one step universe gave me 10 steps <laughs> and that's all that everybody needs to do whether it's a man or a woman doesn't matter right you can be lost it's a phase where you do not know what you're going to do in life because you feel like you're looking at the problem you know close to the eye you put it a little further away right see imagine a white wall right and then there's right. a black dot Right. You go and stand close to the wall. All you'll see is the dot. Right. But you come back and see, you'll see an entire wall with just one black dot. Right. That's the divorce, right. according to me. Right. right. The perspective. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. You just have to 
distract yourself and i told her i told that that person who messaged me i said hey in 5 years wouldn't even matter that you have been divorced correct please trust me right i'm not telling you should leave your husband i'm just saying that right if this is what you decide to do then this is how it's going to turn out correct yeah. correct but i think that's an interesting thing that you said you know a lot of the reason why women kind of stick around to marriages even when they know it's not working out is the lack of financial independence correct right correct when right. when you are completely dependent on the other person for the income and for everything else then taking this step is that much more harder right yeah. uh, a lot of them a lot of them voluntarily put their work and their career everything that they fought for really hard immediately on a pause you know very quickly when it comes to marriage right and that i think is also something that becomes very disempowering if there's something that you like to do if there's something that you enjoy doing you know if you stop doing all of those things that again disempowers you from doing it so how did you do it when you said that, you know you also said that you you started at zero yeah, yeah. when being completely financially dependent there so then how did you work that out for me the second i came back to chennai i knew that i had to start making money hmm. because if i wasn't and i'm going to you know depend on my parents i have never depended on my parents right from when from right. like from when i was 16 years old i've stopped being dependent on them so for me it was a very difficult decision right and i remember right. i was making back to back youtube videos okay. today we have so many platforms right. we have so many things to do there's so many ways to make money and meet people it's not even funny and for me youtube was such a big uh platform to make money right and i still remember you will always have friends who help you man right in life if you don't have three friends that you can count on right that will be there for you that's all that matters i remember putra is my best friend and uh, when i got my first makeup job i was so nervous i said hey you think i'll be able to do makeup on this person i'm so nervous and i didn't even have like a full hair kit or whatever and she let me borrow hers whatever she had at home right from lipstick right. to brush to whatever she had she just put everything in the bag and said i know you can do this just go and right. i still remember i went and i came back and she was waiting in my house with some flowers and a cupcake and said see i know you can do it <laughs> right so you know instead of thinking about how am i going to be financially independent right. because life always like i said life always has a way of figuring it out right but right. just make sure that you have at least one person you can count on right apart from family apart from your husband right because i feel right. like most often times what we do is we make the husband our best friend we make the husband our husband we make the husband our mother everything how right. can he handle so much right the you need people outside of your relationships right to go right. to now financially i'm sure everybody has a hobby i'm sure everybody is good at something Right. just have to tap on that right you just have to try and see if it's going to work out right even when i got a divorce i remember so many people coming and telling me you should have definitely asked him for alimony why <laughs> why like why what am i going to do with that money i can't even sleep at night true knowing that, that you know that money belonged to somebody else correct and even with laws as much as you know women are the ones suffering through all of this even men suffer right how many cases are there where men or you know women some money whether see of course now i don't want to sound completely wrong about this because there are so many cases where 
they don't have any other choice like for instance after years of being with the person then of right. course he has to give you something right but you know there are people that i know men who suffer after the divorce because of alimony or allegations or whatever it is right, right. so it's right. a two way street actually Absolutely. and uh, financially you just have to figure out a way and because unless you do that you're always going to be in a place of you know self doubt right and what happens is when you have that self doubt you go back into that marriage correct and the sad thing is by going back into that marriage you're not only ruining it for yourself you're ruining it for the other person also right right yeah so once it's broken i mean i always feel that once that trust or that relationship is broken i mean mending it is is way too hard way way too hard. yeah mending it to be the same thing is hard but yeah. can definitely mend it to something else absolutely absolutely yeah. yes you can't, i can't go back to what it was i yeah. mean it's broken yeah. once right yeah. so So I would just want to ask you one single question. What will be your message to all the women who are probably finding themselves in similar situations where they are probably uh, it could be men or women you know who are probably in unhappy marriages and you know don't know what is the next step or don't have the courage to take that next step. What will be your message for all of them? See number 1 divorce is not the first solution. Right. Communication is the first solution. Right. You have to sit that person down. Talk to him or her. Let them know how you're feeling. First, you need to understand what you are feeling. Right. You need to tell them. You need to let them know that this is how I am feeling when you do this. This is how I am feeling when you say this. You know, this is how I am feeling at home. I don't want to be at home. I want a job. Whatever it is, communication is key. Right. And I feel like most of the times we forget that men and women are equals in a marriage or even otherwise. Right. So don't think that you are beneath the other person. Don't be afraid to speak up. This is my first. Now if this doesn't work right the second solution is to somehow you know work things out <laughs> the way that we're finding we're finding the answer to that <laughs> yeah finding the answer to that so what i mean by work things out is when he does certain things you should be able to do certain things as well right you know what i mean right if he gets a job you can get a job too if he is expecting you to just be at home and take care of his mother or do this or do that whatever it is you can tell him hey these are the days that i will do this but these are the days that you will be doing that right drawing the boundaries so these, this is what yeah that's right this is what i mean by working out right but even if this doesn't work and you have already made up your mind that no the only solution is the divorce don't be afraid to take that step right. i'm telling you only after trying out talking to this person only after trying different things to make the marriage work only after all of these things can you even consider the thought of divorce because sadly our parents are from a different generation right they might right. not know how to handle it right and right. we as indians are rooted a certain way to be attached to our parents we're not like you know the western world where our lives don't matter or our lives uh, you know do not have an effect on our parents no it's not like that right so make sure that you are absolutely sure of the decision right because if you aren't then it's it can go wrong so don't do that but you can talk to people you can talk to your parents you they should be the first ones you talk to but there will be a point where you would know man i mean having been there there was a point where i knew but don't be scared i feel like most people are so vulnerable so scared they're scared of ending up alone they're scared of the society will judge them you know what's funny is most of these women are all independent actually financially they all have a job they but then they're still so scared because 
you know made in a certain way where we are dependent on men and men are dependent on women so mm. as women we are scared that oh shit if i go through a divorce i'm never going to be able to find another person who accepts me who i gives- think to an extent it's also about habit right i mean you get used to it if when it's been years of companionship with some person right yeah. no matter what good or bad it is you kind of get used to how correct. it is right correct. like you rely on them also right correct. on certain certain aspects correct then pulling away becomes that much more harder because the more baggage you have right 100% that much more harder it becomes to get out 100% but my point is divorce only means that it's the end of the marriage right. not the end of the relationship <laughs> you don't have to end it on a bad note right you know right The grapes doesn't have to go sour. They can just be raisins after. <laughs> you just have to look at the bright things. Right. You can still be friends. You can still count on each other. So make sure you end it on a good note. Even if the other person is a bad apple, right? You can still end it on a good note. Right. I think that's very important. I think that's a very beautiful message, you know, that divorce does not have to mean the end of a relationship. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, it isn't. It's just the end of the marriage. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much Anusha for that beautiful conversation and thank you listeners for tuning in and if you find yourself in a similar position I hope this conversation helped and let's as a society work towards accepting happily divorced as an outcome for marriages too please feel free to share this episode to anybody who you think can benefit out of this the link is available across all platforms if you like what you're listening to join us on Instagram at being miraculous to listen to more such inspiring talk and conversations and live life to the fullest Thank you for tuning in. This is Shweta Shivraman signing out. Hoping you have a fabulous week ahead. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया. अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं, तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें. यही नहीं, स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी, कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट ल� तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट